Hey everyone, welcome again to another episode of Nerds in the City, a Central Florida podcast talking about nerd cultures, movies, games, comics, movie reviews, and everything else in between that comes in and around Central Florida. As always, this is your host Tony and our boy Nix. Well, let me just tell you, uh, me and Nick were talking about it, and some personal news to the podcast is that uh, one thing that people, or we haven't expressed enough, right, is that we're all about community. Yeah. So the start of this, the, when we started this podcast, it was all about trying to um, elevate or highlight communities, uh, nerd culture communities within Orlando, Central Florida, artists, gamers, streamers, um, indie developer. Uh, the only thing that we had, it was a limited supply and limited equipment to provide that. So recently we just picked up some new equipment that we could do remote interviews. So it's going to be great because now we're going to be inter- doing more interviews and bringing all those, uh, highlighting all these artists. And I know we have friends that do sneakers, music, uh, game developers, Twitch streamers, competitive players throughout all. Yeah, man. We're just trying to show that Orlando is more than a mouse. Yeah. So because most of the times people talk about, think Orlando is Disney. Disney Universal. And they don't sometimes people that visit or are even live local don't understand that there's a whole community of different types. There's, and it's, it's there's, not, there's a huge D&D crowd. There's a huge, even a huge fighting game crowd here. I mean, I, well, we would have what have experienced. We would have experienced uh, a CEO, huge CEO, CEO 2020 recently. this year. It was, uh, it was that this is, weekend. I think the last, the last time CEO existed, well, the last time CEO was a thing in Florida, um, I think it was in Daytona. I think they said that the, they had what, like about seven to 11,000 people. A little bit more than that, I think. So yeah. eleven thousand people in Florida coming, not just for games, not for all games, just for a very specific genre set of games. So that shows you how big the community really is. Yeah. When that's just an event for a very select games game type. Yeah. Because um, CEO is actually the third largest, uh, second or third largest fighting game tournament in the U.S. So that tells a lot, and that was always. And CEO stands for Community Effort Orlando. Yeah. So this is where the home base of what that um, event or tournament thing came together. So what we want to do is we're going to start adapting to that. Our our initial uh, motive of starting this podcast is we're going to start promoting other other genres of or other individuals in the nerd culture community in Orlando. So please be soon. Be real soon. You're going to be expecting a lot more interviews. So you can see and hear about all these things that happen in Orlando that people normally don't hear about or see. Like it's it's a it's funny because sometimes people lose context in the simplest things. Yeah, our name is very simple and it's very direct. Nerds in the city. Yeah, and that's all we're trying to highlight. I mean, nerds and the city, or, and then the city. And I mean, right now we're gonna highlight our city to no end. Hopefully, maybe a couple times we get to go visit new ones and find cultures in their cities. Yeah. But man, we're here about we're here about Orlando, we're here about Florida, we're here about showing you what, you know, what Central this area Florida has. has to offer exactly within the nerd culture. But yeah, I just wanted to there was something me and Nick discussed and I really wanted to portray that more cuz I know in the past we've been doing this almost a year. Yeah. A little bit over a year and like I said earlier due to equipment and limited spacing, we weren't able to bring on too many guests. We did have a few that we super happy and appreciative that they came along. They mm-hmm. came on and talked to us. And we're going to start doing more. So, yeah. You ready? I'm ready, man. All right. Let's do so, this. let's get into the first topic. It will be Mixer. So, Mixer is 
was created or managed by Microsoft, mm -hmm. which was supposed to be the competition to a competitor to Twitch. Okay. Uh, one of the biggest news that came out of that previously, to what, what came out recently, was Ninja. Ninja was a, okay. was a huge Twitch streamer. See, it's funny because I remember hearing about the whole Ninja thing and the controversy kind of that it brought with it, but I literally blanked out on the name, which was like you told me Mixer. When you told me Mixer, I'm like, I didn't know what that was. So yeah. But now I know what you mean. So yeah, so he had like, I think it was a $30 million deal okay. to switch to switch over from Mixer to, to Twitch to Mixer. Mm. So Mixer just recently announced that they're shutting doors on July 22nd. So the reason why is because Microsoft noticed that their numbers of active viewers wasn't coming up to par when it came against Twitch, YouTube, and now Facebook gaming. Now, do you think it's because, because I was thinking about this right now when you were telling me that and the whole ninja thing, and I'm like, no other platform does that. If you think about it, right? Like you don't, you don't see other competitive YouTube people like channels talking to people that most like let's say get the most popular person in the youtube universe to be like hey come to us and then we'll pay you or tiktok or instagram all these different things and i was thinking about why why doesn't it happen and one thing you just mentioned proves it just because you get maybe one or two of the best from those fields doesn't necessarily mean that's going to equate for thousands and thousands of people that carry how many ever users yeah so. They, they've been deals like that that i know there's some that that they switched over to twitch from twitch to mix to mixer uh because probably a branding deal that they had but the biggest name and the biggest money that came through was ninja so here's the thing that's happening now is that mixer is now partnering with facebook oh. because facebook has their facebook gaming that people could stream games like twitch on through their facebook channel so now what they're doing is all the active users on Mixer are going to be pushed over to um, get Facebook Gaming. So they're going to start that will expand Facebook Gaming's market. But here's the option is that a lot of the people that were doing Mixer could go back or had contracts with Mixer are open to either go move on to Facebook, Facebook or just go back to Twitch. It's, and, it's and, kind of creepy if you think about it. Like if it feels like everything's turning into two two singular companies. Because I mean, everything. I mean, Facebook is buying out all the social media stuff. Yeah, they can. They have a huge market. A lot of the social. I think the one that I don't even know if they have a their hand in TikTok. I think they do somewhere. Well, no, but even when they don't, they don't necessarily have a hand in the specific. Like they bought Instagram. That's one. Yeah. Um, and you know, even though if they don't buy TikTok or or what was it the one before Vine? Vine. It's like they just basically adapt the technology that they have in order for it. And it's not just me. It's never that they're going to have it more popular. Yeah. It's just weird, like, that they become so, like, they're like, we like that. We want it. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's almost like, uh, uh, like, it's just adapting technology as it comes around. It's like, oh, that's that's the most popular thing. We're going to take that. Mm -hmm. or we're going to take that concept and just adapt it to ours. Which I know there's a lot of people that I, I watch that mm -hmm. also do... Um, multi-stream they mm -hmm. do multi-stream meaning that they will be and on one instance they'll stream to all these different networks. at the same time yeah so what's good about that is that you're expanding your your audience base mm -hmm. because you're streaming one time through four channels yeah what's bad about it which i had a conversation with our cousin dante is that you eliminate um the uh can can i guess the connection that you have with your viewers because, well, because, because how how can you i mean it's one thing to, to stream to all four networks but the whole point of streaming is to interact. So how are you going to interact with 
for for sets of users, well, for sets of uh, communities. Well, because if you're streaming, you could have your Facebook channel going, mm-hmm. your YouTube, if it's a live, live YouTube, and like, yeah. let's say Twitch. But here's my thing is that, and which is a great conversation point about it, is that let's say if you're on Twitch and somebody, if you're streaming on all, on all three platforms yeah, yeah, and somebody on Twitch comments something and you reply to them, everybody in the other was like, what are you talking about? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You're disconnecting because you're, you're you're disconnecting the other two p the other two platforms because you're focused and what and that's one fault of it. It's good that you're expanding the market, but it, you're not going deep with your audience. Meaning, that, you're not engaged. Your engagement is different because you have to split your time to three platforms. Unless you're just a type that you just don't talk to them and just play. And that's different. But then sometimes it's then like you, again, it's, and then people won't see you relatable, and you don't connect to your crowd, and you don't build that that fan base that normally people want to come back and communicate with them. No, and and I guess that's whatever you do because like when they were doing the whole, uh, which I don't know, I, I'm so upset they stopped kind of doing it. Um, the biggest thing that I remember from like I, from like I'm talking about like I'm talking about years ago, um, like um, last month or the month before that was uh, the whole DJ thing. Where all the DJs were doing live performances on, like you know, live Instagram networks. lives, yeah. So, but it wasn't just Instagram; it was Facebook Live, Instagram Live, Snapchat Live. I think all like all instances, yeah. But they don't necessarily communicate with anybody while they're doing it, so it worked for them. Yeah, because they could just stream on all four and then just play, just playing people would just get to enjoy. And I think that's what it is. I, maybe that's different because when a DJ, you just enjoy the music and enjoy the the mixes. Yeah, you literally could just play the music. You don't really ask him much. I don't know personally for me. I don't like. I wouldn't ask him any questions. Like, oh, what are you mixing? Like, I could hear it. But I think when you're playing, one of my things when I'm on Twitch, I do a lot of. I just watch a lot of art. Yeah. So I, lot, I watch a lot of people draw or. Uh, do I gotta digital, get on it because do, I've been... digital artists. Mm. And what's great about it is I ask them questions. I'm like, hey, what brush do you use? What's the technique you use? And what I love about it is they give me instant feedback. There's one that I had him. A, I had a question about um, what he was doing, like a pen tool with Illustrator. Mm-hmm. And what I loved about it is that he was like, "Oh, you know what? He just he stopped his project, opened up a new page, and started showing his technique to me while streaming. Like, well, like with all his other streamers, and people were just asking questions on top of that. So I'm like, that just built a whole new." a whole new conversation page that other people are interested in that he could probably use. And that's why he probably does it because it's And then like, I became friends with those people because like we were like, oh, we have the same similar interest on in how to improve our art skills. And like, oh, like I think I have like two or three that, that send me a friend request on PlayStation because we were talking to him Call of Duty while he was drawing. And I was like, all right, now we have COD friends. It's funny how like one thing led to another. But yeah. So that's one thing I'm huge on. I do a lot of art. I do a few Call of Duty or um, I do a couple of fighting games, but mostly for Twitch, I do art, which I love. I don't know. It's, I'll watch. No, I got to get watch, back I'll into it. Like uh, this whole weird situation with my computer and I, I, you know, I've been neglecting like, you know, the, the, the sketch I've been doing, you know, trying yeah. to do it. Like it's been at least, at least two, three weeks since I've done the last sketch, which I got to. Get back into it because I still obviously have a goal to reach. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I've been sleeping on the digital part too. But YouTube is great uh, source of, but it would be probably like you like you said, maybe if I find people on Twitch to learn from, it might be a little bit more, you know, inclusive. Yeah. And I look for, and, and here's my best advice. If, if you want to get more information or feedback on, on certain techniques, find some that, that do. Mm-hmm what you want to do and try to find for ones that have fewer viewers at the time. Cause like that you're there's some of them that have like 
500 viewers at the same time and they're all asking questions or commenting because but it scrolls so fast that your messages might be missed is that one of those situations where because i've seen them on, on youtube where is it like when you ask a question and you put like a ten dollar bill or five dollar bill your questions is like pinned on on it like on top for they a while? have all right so they have all right so they have points or i think it's called bits no it's, it's like coins mm-hmm. so like if you follow them you get 500 coins okay. if if you stay watching for five minutes, you get five coins. Okay. And then they have like these brackets. I'm like, oh, if you collect 500 coins, and this is free because if you just follow them and yeah, just yeah, yeah. stay on, actively watch them, you get coins re- uh, re- uh, occurring. Mm-hmm. Uh, recurring. Oh, sorry. Occurring. Mm. And um, you could be like, highlight my comment. So the, it'll pop up like a little comment says, uh, Mine's is like ours is nerds in the city on Twitch. Yeah. I'm like nerds in the city just uh, submitted 500 points for a highlighted comment, and this is the comment. Mm. So it'll show up as like a bigger bracket, so they'll see it. It'll be more no- noticeable. Yeah, and that's kind of what I mean. Like, because I, I noticed it when I listen when I watch YouTube lives, where let's say somebody will just drop like five, ten bucks, and uh, even though all the other questions are rolling, that question gets pinned, but it's like a timer. It's like the more money you put, the timer. It holds more, it for longer. Exactly. So, like, some some people put five, some people put ten, and then you see that just the uh, the timer just runs out. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So, in regards to that, so now we have mixture that's out going mm-hmm. to Facebook. Our next topic <clears throat> is something that uh, was just released yesterday. Was the trailer to Crash Bandicoot Four? Okay. Back in time. Oh, so yeah. I, I'm not um. I mean, we were discussing this a little bit too, and I and I see I, and I see him. I see what you mean. He is more of a they trying to like he's the iconic PlayStation guy. Yeah, he's a, he was set to be. He is Mario. He's a Mario to for PlayStation. PlayStation. Yes. Yes. Um. So and it's weird because I I played obviously I played Mario. I played I played Sonic. Yeah. You know these different characters. I don't remember playing uh, Bash Grand, uh, that character. Um, Crash Bandicoot. Yes. Which I but the world seemed similar. I guess. Yeah, so the gameplay is still the same, mm-hmm. uh, but this one for uh, where it left off was uh, Crash Bandicoot Warped, where he sent the villains in different dimensions yeah. or different places in time or different planets. Mm-hmm. And on this one, you could play those villains, uh, they're, I guess they're playable characters, mm-hmm. and they're trying to escape where they're at to get back into to, to create more menace for Crash. <laughs> so I love the concept, but the last time that came out was like 20 years ago. When the, the last time the uh, the continuation for for this one, so so here, wait, has there been games since between? Them? Yeah, they've been having a lot of spinoffs because after that, like they started doing almost like what, like how you, literally how you said, and they wanted it is that they want Crash Band Crash Bandicoot to be the Mario to, to Nintendo. So they did Crash Nitro, which is their driving game simulator. They did a crash. I think they did like a Crash Bandit, Crash Bandicoot Party version, mm-hmm. which is like a four on four or four player gaming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they did it, like different spinoffs of that character into different games. Like they had like a Spyro, mm-hmm. and he was like he was in the Crash Bandicoot world, but ultimately the last storyline where Crash Three ended is starting up now, and that was like twenty years ago. But there's been like probably like. 12 to 15 games in between wow. that were created. Which but, was funny but, is that they did not have Crash Bandicoot in a fighting game, which I would have liked to see. Like, you know, like, on what, like, but Mario like, wasn't, you talking about, wait. Crash Bandicoot. 
But you were you're talking about um, Smash. Smash? Was he not a character in there either? No, no he wasn't playing. Okay, but no, because he's a Sony. He's a Sony character. But okay, you said well, what did you mean when you said four to four on four? No, four to four. Uh, four, uh, like it's a four-person game. Okay, but oh, okay. It's okay. like a party game. It's like oh, beat up the balloon. Oh, okay, I see. Like, I thought you meant like four and four, like they're they're fighting each other. But okay, so yeah, they have like a maze or they have like a challenges that you have to try to compete. Is in. it? Me? I did notice. I, I was watching the trailer and I noticed. I felt like I noticed other games part of the game almost like he's going through different worlds that were part of the like the one that stood out the most was there's a scene where he's like jumping around on a platform with four uh grooves on the ground mm. and uh these circular items and different colors are coming at him basically it looked like uh um um guitar hero yeah it looked like he was playing against Guitar Hero as a as a as a world as a, as a world. Yeah, that's what I saw. I was like, oh, I, I get that Guitar Hero <laughs> feel. But yeah, so like I wonder if that's like part of the game too, where they're gonna just kind of like promote other old PlayStation games or something. Yeah, wait, was, Guitar Hero is a PlayStation. Yeah, it is. So there you go. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yes, but yeah, um, that that was a trailer. I, I it looks fun. I might get it, mm-hmm. or I might want to do one. Like probably, if somebody has it, borrow it. But I don't know. I was I liked the game mm-hmm. when it when it came out twenty years ago, but I haven't been invested to follow up on. Everyone, I honestly just everything that came lost on the it. character. I was like, what? Like <laughs> if you would if you if I would have seen a guy with a shirt like that had that on there, I would have been like just lost. Who's that? Yeah, exactly. I, and it's funny thing is, it's it's not that it just um. Because sometimes there are stuff that happens. Because I don't follow all different types of pop culture. I'm very different with stuff, right? Yeah. But when I notice a character that people keep on referencing, I'll look that person up, and that's usually how I get into it. Like, because I didn't get into like uh, Avatar: Airbender until like maybe like six years ago. Yeah. And that show's been out forever. Um, oh, that show's so amazing. But that's what I, I didn't know what it was until I just started ask. I started seeing people referencing it enough. And I asked myself, what was this? And I was like, you know something? Let me look into it. And I watched the entire series from beginning to end, like in one shot, which I loved it. Um, that's what I'm saying. But I, I just, I really didn't see that character too referenced. Like not that reference as much as other pop culture characters. So, I mean, it's interesting. I mean, I wouldn't mind tra- checking it out, but I, it's not as interesting to me as other games that I would play. Yeah. All right. So for the biggest news mm-hmm. that came out this uh, fa- past couple of days is there is talks or uh Michael Keaton was sent called in to have talks to reprise his role as Batman, Bruce Wayne in the Flashpoint movie. See, but okay, so this is a question I have because I've been watching this and I got excited. But the thing is, is like the only reason I got excited is because there's only one iteration that I know of of an old Batman. Yeah. Right. The the most that, you know, most people are always going to reference the same iteration of an old Batman. Which is, you know, beyond a Batman Beyond, but that wasn't what they discussed, or that wasn't what they brought up. They just basically referenced an old Batman, um, and also I'm trying to think of a storyline, which I'm sure he did in the comics, but like, like in movies or carts animated movies, I'm trying to think of a reference where they had um, a futurist, like a like Flash jump into the future, like that. Because like he, he always it? jumps into the past and jumps back from the past to the present, stuff like that. That's he's, usually he's ran into about. The, he's ran to the future before. I'm trying to reference. I mean, why? Well, I, I mean, I know like characters like I think it was uh, Reverse Flashes from the future. So, but I don't know. Just I'm just I'm trying to remember a, a storyline like that. 
Yeah. So, what do you think about that? Uh, let's. I'm interested. The... I'm curious. Is but is it a hail mary? That's what well, I'm like. They, I'm wondering. There's about. also rumors that um, they have Jeffrey D. Morgan coming back as Thomas Wayne, so, which that was the original plan, right? Yeah, because he he in, in the Flashpoint he meets Thomas Wayne. Tom, uh, Bruce yeah, no, Wayne he dies. In, I mean, that's and, what the Flashpoint and, is in the comics or the, the movies that I've seen. Is that he goes back? I believe you know, obviously not spoiled, but he saves his mom, whatever. Yeah, and he jumps back to the the present, and it ends up becoming where. Bruce Wayne was the one that passed away the day, yeah. the, 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 the fatal day, and his father, Thomas, was the one that survived, and he took on the persona of Batman. Yeah, so I don't, I don't, the only other way I could see this happening, that he would bring him into a Flashpoint, which would be, wouldn't be Flashpoint, is if he would go to another Earth, and he, Bruce... But uh, then again, he's, Michael, not, he's not only going to another Earth, he would have to go to the future, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So it could be going into the future. He goes far off into the future that he. So then that would consider Ben Affleck's Batman to be Bruce Michael Keaton. And that's that's be only because in that no, world, like, this the only unfortunately this is right? okay. That's the so, only thing. So I'm thinking he, about, okay, but here's the thing: I would yeah. think he would have to go to another world because if we're already he's living in the DECU, and Ben Affleck is that Batman of his world, his current world that he lives in. And I understand if he goes back in time that he meets uh, Thomas Wayne and Thomas Wayne is the Batman of of the new timeline that he goes back to because Bruce Wayne dies. I understand as, as uh, Jeffrey D. Morgan. But if he jumps into the future, he would have to f- jump into like two futures, like way beyond where where this Batman, mm-hmm. Ben Affleck Batman dies and his son becomes Batman, which is Michael Keaton, elder of that Batman. You understand? Like he takes up the mantle, push, pushing so, it forward. So I'm thinking about story structure, right, in my head, and I'm trying to think of a, of a story structure that would allow for that, right? That would make sense to that. Mm. So the only way that this makes sense, and this is where I'm thinking it might upset people, the only way that I can see this working in a story structure, right? Yeah, is if think about a Bill and Ted, the first one, right? Yeah. Because there's no stakes if you go to the future, in a sense, right? He's not going to affect the past. He's not going to. The whole present, the whole situation with most of these movies is, in any movie, is the critical nature of them fixing the timeline. Something something went wrong. Yeah. But it's. And the only critical time that's important is currently, our time, the time of Flash. So going to the future won't affect that. So the only way I could think about it, and the reason I brought Bill and Ted is because if you remember the movie, the original movie, he goes. They go back in time a lot of times to find the characters, and they're obviously trying to fix the situation in the current time. So, at one point when they're traveling around, jumping around, they end up in a time they were not familiar with, and it happened to be the future. That yeah. is when they realize where they're they're supposed to go in time, whatever, right? Yeah. So the only thing I could think of is the same thing with this one, which is the 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 Thomas Wayne storyline is still a go. Where he goes, try to save you know save save his mom. He comes back. Uh, Thomas Wayne is the new Batman. Obviously, his iteration is different, and but the whole world is apocalyptic, and he yeah. has to fix it right. And in him going back in time, trying to they're probably gonna show different scenarios where he's going back and forth, trying to get to the right timeline because maybe he can't control where he goes. Yeah, he ends up in the future, and that's when he they introduce uh, Bruce Wayne older, and 
maybe that's more of an introduction to the possibility of making a, be- a Batman Beyond movie rather than that's it. So basically, you probably have like less than five minutes of Tom, uh, of Michael Keaton playing playing Batman. that character. So people are excited, but is he gonna be Batman or is he gonna be Bruce Wayne? Is gonna be the, well, I think he's gonna be. I feel like he's gonna be Bruce Wayne, but he's he's he is Batman, but his character that he's gonna be talking to. Might be I think Bruce he's Wayne. probably gonna end up in the cave. They might not introduce the, the the Batman Beyond character, but they will see the technology and references to the storyline of that, and maybe yeah. you'll see the dog, his his infamous dog that he he keeps with him. Yeah. Um, so again, I think it's going to be more of an introduction to that story rather than anything that actually has to do merit, like in merit to uh, flashpoint. I, yeah. I, I just, I, I, I'm not even thinking about comic books because I don't know comic books like that. Yeah. I'm literally just thinking about basic story structure with, with this. And that's the only yeah, way that's it makes the only sense. Way makes to, sense. Add, to add him into the future. But then is he, well, so yeah, so then. I think he's, he's just gonna be kind of like a cool introduction. That's it. He's, he's gonna he, be, he's gonna go beyond the fu- he's gonna go go way in the future. But he's if he's Batman, then is he still Bruce? Because my thing is like if he's Bruce Wayne, the the regardless. No, of, he will. There, there's no other duration. He will be Bruce Wayne. Yeah, yeah, but is it so? What happens to Ben Affleck's Bruce Wayne? What do you mean? Oh, why? What? How, why is he all of a sudden now? Yeah, right. I mean, the thing is, is that technically based. <laughs> Well, I mean, think about this. Based on what, uh, based on things we've read about, the whole idea of um, Ben Affleck reprising his role has been kind of like he's not going to. No, no, I understand that, but I'm just thinking I'm, I'm on the visual aspect of it. I'm like, it, it, and it could you could be right. He could he could be jumping into different uh, uh, a different Earth, yeah, universes, yeah. Um, that would be that would but be. The I think only- he still would be Bruce Wayne. He just would look different. Yeah. Well, he was, wasn't it that I think no. Wait, I think it was in the Flash show when mm. he when he jumped to another world, there was a newspaper of Michael Keaton. It was that he was Bruce Wayne. And I then it, 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 it was like a small thing. It was like super small. Mm-hmm. So they were like, "Oh, Batman in this world was Michael Keaton's character." Which is a good homage. But that's something I think people would get too hung up on the idea like Again, it was a great homage to the character because we obviously know him as to be Batman. But I'm not going to be offended if they're showing an older video. Like, like this. Does it like this? Does it bother you that much? Uh, in uh, in How I Met Your Mother, that Bob Saget played uh, voiced the the voice of the older Ted when it was maybe like he should have. He was a grown adult when the show started. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't care. He's a narrator. That's all I care. Like I'm not gonna sit here and like, no, I can't accept his truth. No, just, hey, it's just, it's weird. I wouldn't go with it, but I'll hey, I'll take it. Uh, <laughs> that's how that's how I'm gonna look at this movie. I'm not gonna sit there like, well, he's not Ben Affleck. Like, no, I don't care. Yeah, maybe he maybe he ages and looks like Bruce. He looks like <laughs> Bruce uh, Michael, Willis, Keaton. <laughs> Michael Keaton. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not gonna sit here and try to like, you know, reason it. Did it just happen? Yeah, just accept it. Exactly. Just, just accept it. it. Just take uh, it. You know what? I'm just going to accept it. Exactly. All right. Okay, guys. Well, that's more of the most recent topics that came up this week. We'll take a quick break and come back with Nix's movie review. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Nix's movie review. What, 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 what? 
All right, what movie do we have today? We have uh, Artemis Fowl. Uh, so, okay, uh, <laughs> this is going to be a little different, guys, so I'm going to give you a warning. Um, normally, what I do is I try, to, I try to review the movie in a way that I don't give anything away so you guys could go over there and enjoy the movie. But if the movie's trash, we're spoiling it, so you don't have to watch it. Because we endured it for you guys. Because yes. we love you. So, basically, <laughs> I'm giving you straight up, we're going to... Go like gonna break this movie down, go part apart, say the things we like, say the things we don't like. So there's gonna be a lot of spoilers in it, a lot of details. So if you want to hear it, great. If not, you know, I suggest you know tune us out, watch it, and then come back. <laughs> yes, definitely. So um, tune, tune the movie out, and then so just keep ready? listening to this. Three, two, one. Here comes the spoilers. All right, so let's start off with what the movie's about. And what is the movie? Huh? What is the movie about? Yeah. No, no. What is the movie? For, uh, sorry, I said it. Artemis Fowl. Yes. Okay. So the movie starts off with an introduction to um, a character, which is a, somebody basically narrating um, who Artemis Fowl is. So Artemis Fowl is a genius boy um, who apparently is the son of Colin Farrell's character. Yeah. Um, who has a very controversial past. Now the whole that the first thing they express in this movie several times is that he has a like off the chart IQ, that he's very intelligent and he seems very very crass with people. Um, he doesn't like you know he doesn't like to respect people and like you know whatever. Be, however, um, so that's how they introduce him. Um, it's a very thick in, in the idea that it's about Ireland. Yeah, and I guess the fairy tale is based from Ireland. I guess. Um, so that's how you get introduced. So basically what ends up happening is the reason I say this, this um, uh, the father has some kind of controversial past. They explain that in the movie. Basically. You spoil it. Yeah, it's obviously yeah. no. So basically <laughs> you, you like is, it. um, it's about stealing. Basically they think that he's stolen uh, very exclusive, you know, artwork and different memorabilia, whatever. Um, the one thing they make it clear is that, that his father's always taught him about fairy tale characters, who they are, what they do, how to defeat them, how to do this. You know, basically just basic knowledge and everything. Um, so that's the two introductions for the main two cast. Um, then you start getting introduced to the secondary cast, which is um, his uh, Devos or whatever his name is. The, the butler. We'll call the him butler. The butler, the butler that if you call him butler, it's he a, hates it. But that's his last it, name. But that's his last name. Um, which I'm sorry. I saw that character. Okay. So, let me just jump into this. This movie came off like it was a spoof on other movies. Like, I'm sorry. The movie just came off like it was spoofing other movies. Just because, okay, first off, the character you get introduced to at first, the one that is the narrator, looks like a... Like a like a like I said, the Wish version of... Uh, uh, Hagrid. Hagrid. Yes. Yeah, he is. A, and, and it's... And, this is what bothers me about, and he has the, a tone too. The, oh, we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna it's talk like it didn't about match that. his body at all. We're gonna talk about the tone, the voice. Oh my gosh, the voice. Anyways, um, and it bothers. This is the thing that bothers me about the movie. I don't want to hate on any movie, especially. I don't want to hate on any movie, especially with this kind of cast, because uh, uh, the guy who plays Hagrid is uh, Josh Gad. Josh Gad, and I love that man. I have watched him in all these other movies, all these other. Um, and he's a likable character. In the, yeah. And on most of his movies, this one, I just he he comes as a likable character. He's but not it was a just bad character. I just think he was badly, annoying, badly written. Yes. 
and and you know honestly before we get into the actual movie i'm gonna say it like this i honestly believe the um the blame and i feel like it falls on i mean i hate to say that because i, I actually i looked at who the director was and i, I like the director too not only is a director but as an actor he is uh what was his name again kenneth um, brock what is it Kenneth Broad. Kenneth Broad. Kenneth Broad. I mean, he did something uh, which was uh, Murder on the Orient Express, which I love murder mysteries. I love those kind of movies. Oh, yeah. So he did that, and that was a brilliant movie. He did Thor. He did Thor. You know, he does, he, he does Cinderella, if I'm not mistaken. So I don't know if this has something to do with maybe uh, corporate interest or something like that, maybe telling him what to do left, right, or, or whatever. But I felt like a lot of the lot of what fell short of this movie was dictor- di- directorial, maybe. The Just direction because, of the movie, yeah, yeah, because I, I felt like this movie didn't know what it was. It, that's what I was thinking. It didn't it know, did. like I, I'm and like it knew what it was. Like when they wrote it, they're like, "Oh, this is the type of movie." But the way it expressed it is like the movie didn't know what it was. No, but that's what I'm saying is like it didn't fit any type of tone. So okay, think okay, think about this. When you think about movies like this, um, there's different movies that pop in your head. You know, you think uh, um, you think Harry Potter. You think um, you think uh, Percy I was, Jackson? Yes, yeah, so I was saying. I felt it was going to be. I, I was hoping to be like a Percy Jackson and, type and you of think thing. Spy Kids. Now the thing about those three movies, those three movies fall on different uh, different parts of a spectrum, right? Yeah. So you have Harry Potter at the top of the spectrum, where it's more of the serious nature of it. It's well done, well orchestrated, detailed, and you know, it's very world built, right? And it's very it, everything is everything is. Is very recent and is very well done, and that's more the serious nature of it, right? Yeah. Then you have um, in the middle, you have Percy Jackson. They have a lot of this stuff researched, but it's a little bit more pop culture and a little silly here at times. But you have kind of a a very kind of balanced movie a little in a bit, yeah. Where it has the pop culture and it has the serious reference, like Harry Potter. It's does. like a good middle ground. That's like yeah, per- basically perfect, a good middle perfect, ground. Perfect middle ground. And then you have the other spectrum. Spy kids. And the Spy Kids. And the thing Spy Kids is not bad. I don't want to... I'm not putting a spectrum for the fun in a factor. Exactly. They're very... They, they There is no... Yeah, they're, they go for straight cheesy. They go for straight um, physical comedy, physical uh, aspects of it, right? So it doesn't try to be serious. It doesn't take itself seriously. So those are the spectrums that you have. One, Harry Potter, Spy Kids, and then Percy Jackson in the middle. And you're right. I thought this might, maybe would have fallen as a Percy Jackson where it's more in the middle. But this is but where... It, it took itself thinking that's Harry Potter... And acted like it was Spy, Spy Kids. Kids. And that's where I just didn't know what to think. I mean... Here's one thing that got to me okay. from, the, from the beginning of the movie. I'm going to yeah. go right into the movie right now. So in the beginning, like how you were saying, they were like they, they were narrating like this kid's top of his class. He like he cloned a goat named like Gilbert. Yeah, he did goat cloning. At, at the age of seven. And he was talking to a psychologist. And mm-hmm. the psychologist was like, oh, this is a chair that was... Uh, passed down to my family from like the 1700s. Oh, you knew that was gonna come up. Yeah, so he goes like, "Oh no, it's not because this the cross stitching on the chair was done by a machine." But and the machine, machine was like 19, 1890. So, uh, your dad bought like a like a rip bad knockoff. And yeah, it was fraud. Yeah. So that like that introduction was like, "Oh, this guy, this kid is super into details." And like looks yeah, at I thought it was a dude, I thought he was a jerk. I thought it was gonna Yeah, no, no, but yeah, he was he was a jerk at uh, when he was selling it, but then it gave me the aspect of, I'm like, all right, this kid's very he he looks at the smaller details to find something and break down the solution. Like he's looking he's always looking for a, a problem to solve. Right? Okay. 
come into the movie his dad misses and butler turns a knob and like a whole floor i'm like this guy lives in this house and you're telling me that he wouldn't like knew that was there the whole time as detailed as he was with everything else uh, it, that's what got you no that's what that's what first no, started up, no no that's what first started up. I'm i was like, gonna say this like that, kid even before that part i was just like thinking to myself like i hate when movies if that kid had that intellect so advanced that he's doing all this stuff at an early age why is he in school at all like why is he in any kind of like any type of school period like he just just because of his age yeah i would imagine yeah, he would if he would have done all that when he was like seven or eight whatever he the age they said he was he would have graduated college yeah by the time that they introduced him so why were they even trying to get him to to be a, like associate like to be respectful in school i did that's what gets me about stuff like that i'm like no if that kid had that kind of intelligence no he would not be in school you know when i was doing it, i was just expecting accepting the fact that he like you know just accept it i'm like all right i'm accepting yeah. that he's in school but i'm like if he's if he's supposed to be this high intelligent um individual or a kid and he's like the the a mastermind, a problem solver. Mm-hmm. You're telling me that he wouldn't figure out like there's something stepping on this floor feels hollow. Mm, I could I could I, I, I didn't could do I was like okay I could I could do and then out. on top of that I'm gonna go throughout the this kid at the end calls himself a, a criminal mastermind. He did not commit a crime mm-hmm. and all he did was follow instructions his dad left. He didn't solve anything. Well, I mean he didn't follow instructions. He just he was like I followed the story you wrote. I mean he I don't know he he literally said that. He okay, goes, here's my pet peeve though with that. Okay, so think about every movie that we just referenced, right? We referenced Harry Potter, we referenced uh, uh, Percy Jackson, we referenced uh, Spy Kids. There's one thing every one of those movies does that this movie does not. And this actually, this happened once again in another movie where we discussed it before, which was uh, Men in Black International. Yeah. The whole point is this kid was taught by his father to know these things, right? But he he didn't know it was real. So the whole fun about these movies is that you experience the introduction to these worlds through the kids' freaking eyes. Yeah. You know, oh, man, this is real. Oh, man, this is how this works or whatever, right? He wasn't surprised. He he barely shrugged. The minute he found out this world existed, you know, he's already like, okay, cool. And then he knew everything about it. Like, he knew how to to, uh, create a whole plan. And I'm like, no, he's not even shocked or surprised. And if you notice, he barely was in the movie the first, first half. Like, he had nothing to do with the story the first half of the movie. No. He, and was, he was pretty much... Well, he was pretty much useless throughout the whole movie. Cause and it, that's what I'm saying. Like, honestly, I think that's another thing, too. Is I, and don't get me wrong. When the kid started to talk, I thought he did a great job. I'm like, oh, you know, he sounds he sounds very confident, sounds very intelligent. But throughout the movie, I did not care yeah. about him. There was no journey. That was the thing. There was no journey with the kid. It wasn't like, you know, he was bullied when he first started and then he got he he got bullied. He was afraid of something when he first started. Now he's not afraid. He was confused about something. There was no... He had no character growth. There was nothing. There, there was, was nothing about him he, that... Like, the way he started is the same way he ended. Like, nothing... Yeah. The only thing that was different, he's put on a suit and some, like, like uh, shaded glasses. Sunglasses. That's oh, it. And that's another thing, too, is that kills me. I'm like, you're trying... Like, they were trying so hard to be serious like it came off very serious with a lot of the, the topics, but then, okay, then and let me finish my thought process on this because when I said that I thought this was a a spoof movie, I'm not kidding. So aside from the the wish version of Hagrid, yes, there was the because the guy who plays Davros, whatever that that the butler, yeah, I'm sorry, that's Samuel Jackson from uh, Miss uh, Miss uh, uh, um, 
Miss Primwood or um, darn it, Miss Pingram, um, the School of Unusual Children. Oh, let me skip it. Is that let me? Oh that no no. I but, know, I, I know. It's Miss Peddington's. Yeah, Miss Peddington's uh, school for unusual children. Yeah, that's Manuel Jackson's character like that, like with the hair and the eye. Like it, that's, I'm like, okay, that's one another ripoff. The other ripoff was the elves in their uniform look like the elves. I felt like looked like the elves from some Santa Claus. Like you know, like there was parts where they're like the elite elves. Oh, the the fairies. Well, they were fairies or elves. The the ones in the green suits? They were elves or like they were fairies. Whatever they were. They, For they, me, they were just delusional human beings with mechanical wings. But they they reminded me of freaking the the characters from Santa Claus. Like oh, the, the uniforms elves? and everything. Yeah. yeah. The uniforms and everything. And I'm just like, okay, like that's what I'm saying is I didn't like it felt like they wanted me to take it seriously, but then they would do these things that were very like very over the top. And then you have um, the world that they live in looks like Wakanda underneath, like the mining area in Wakanda. Yeah. Like, I'm like, okay. And then what was the other thing that I thought was like a spoof? There was so many things I just everything like. Was, everything yeah. felt like a spoof from another movie. And that's why I'm like, why? Like, this movie did not try to be original. It didn't try to introduce into this world. Like, they could, you know, it's funny. If they wanted to take a page out of introducing fairies and fairy tale creatures, do uh do do Hellboy. Hellboy has a great introduction. And that's another thing that bothered me too is you're going to introduce this world, right? This new world where this, you know, this whole new culture, this whole new area of how to do things, right? But then every other reference was about pop culture characters. Why were the little uh what were the trolls? The, the trolls in the jail, whatever? The dwarfs? No, no, the dwarfs was the guys. Oh, the trolls. Yeah, yeah, the trolls. The trolls. They had gold chains and hoodies with gold teeth. (laughs) Really? Like, I'm just like, what? That's what I'm saying. It's like, uh, they could have, they could have done so much to introduce this new world to not only, you know, to everybody. It's Disney. Disney loves doing that. And they did such a, such a bad job at it. They did. I don't know. It's just so many things to like get one, mad at. Yeah, there was so many. Like one, another one was uh, what was it? What's her name? The cousin, the uh, the niece. I don't know anything Tamara. about her. Yeah, Julia Butler. She was useless. She did not do anything. I to, didn't even see her on screen. She uh, he he brought her on like he he uh, the Artemis brought her on expecting to be like oh she's gonna have something an attribute that's gonna add to the group fundamental like the group aspect. She didn't do nothing. She didn't talk. Like, she wasn't part of anything. Like, that's what kills me about it. Like, you introduced... Not only did you introduce this character, this character like, shoehorned in. Yeah, like, midway through the movie. Yeah, like, it wasn't part of... Like, they didn't grow up together. He wasn't, like, a part of the living. No, they brought her in for this very specific situation. Which did nothing. And I'm basically trying to make a reference. Like, she had this martial arts background. Like, that somehow that was going to contribute to the storyline. Did nothing. The girl didn't talk, didn't act, didn't participate. So I'm like, why would you even have her there? Yeah, and then who else was there? There was uh, another thing was annoying was uh, Holly Short, the the officer, the okay, one. Yeah, she. I was like, oh my god, she was like, I'll be your friend. I'm like, oh my god, she has like Stockholm syndrome. Like she's just been captured for so. Yeah, what was she was captured for thirty minutes, and she's no, like, "That's, that's, that's your best friend." Too. Oh my gosh, dude! <laughs> they literally were throwing snips at each other. Not even two seconds after that, he goes, can I trust you? She's and like, in my yeah. head, I'm like, 
Wait, what? 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 I, <laughs> and what were you they, had me? There was no it. new information to make these two trust each other. And the whole sunglasses thing, I thought was a cool idea. Yeah, yeah, you use sunglasses so they can't hypnotize you. Did you know? I don't think they hypnotize anybody. No. So I'm like, that was something that they wasted. I'm like, okay, you introduced it as a thing, but they never, they never used it. Um, and also he puts on his sunglasses to talk to make a phone call that has nothing. To, obviously, the whole point of the sunglasses was to avoid being mind controlled by a by fairy. a fairy. But if so, there's a fairy around, why yeah, he, he puts on his glasses to look cool, and then he makes a phone call to. And I'm like, okay, like he can't mind control him through the phone. So I'm like, yeah. what are we doing? So I don't know. And it was such a hard setup, like for another sequel, and that was bothering me too. I'm like, that yeah. was it. That was it. You just just pulled your dad from from the. So that's it. It's, okay. Bring me my dad. That's it. Like there was no war, no battle, no, no, no introduction, I'm like, no I'm nothing. Like, you got what you wanted. What more do you need? I know they got they got the key <laughs> and the father. Why? Why do they? I'm like, uh, oh, but this battle is not done yet. I'm yeah, like, I know. what? <laughs> you didn't leave anything open. There's nothing open left. There's, like he has nothing to get. There's if, nobody to save. If, there's nobody. If anything, <laughs> you should be like happy at home and worried about them coming after you. Like it would be interesting if the key was disappeared afterwards. But no, they still had the key. Yeah. Oh, and please, okay. So, all right, let's talk about the voices real quick. So, the 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 wish Hagrid. Um, and then you had um, uh, the the commander, um, who was played by I think she was um, she's she's somebody to respect. Um, Judy, uh, Judy Judy Dench. Dench, yes, Judy Dench, man, she is somebody who I love to see on screen in any situation. Yeah. So you have these two great actors, and then you have them speaking in a raspy, nasty voice. Yeah. For I have no idea why, like. There's nothing like I just felt like it doesn't add to the story. No, it doesn't add. They just to have it. raspy voices. That's yeah. it. But for what? And then not only are they doing these ridiculously bad voices, they reference it. Yeah, they they say it like this. Uh, 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 Josh Rad says in the movies like, "Ah, we're just two whatever people with raspy voices." I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't it's, know. It was just there was so many things uh, about this movie that killed me because. And I think the thing that bothers me the most... I think this movie didn't have a potential to be good. You didn't think... I thought it did. I didn't. Dude, it had a huge budget. The graphics were... I can't complain about the graphics. The storyline... The story, there's nothing wrong with the storyline. You could have built on that. You could have built a great story on that. Yeah, but, but it, it wasn't... It, it didn't... The way it ended, like how you said, it, it didn't need a sequel because... Well, not based on because they didn't really leave anything open ended. I mean, like, yes, they, we don't know. Yeah, who they the, don't. Yeah, they don't leave anything to to the to be like, oh, what's gonna happen next? Like now we know that he's gonna try to go after. But I just I felt like it was gonna be more of a. I think this was trying to attempt to crash grab to do three movies. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Okay, so I felt like they created a villain based on like, um, um, Harry Potter's villain, uh, Voldemort, right? So it wasn't like. Because the story ended. The, the, this portion of the story, that key and everything, is, that's it. Done. So I'm guessing now it's just because, oh, now you have an arch enemy. That's it. Because that's what the whole point with the glasses and I'm going to call you out. Yeah. I thought that was stupid. But anyway. Yeah. But the, here's the thing with, with Harry Potter. when he At the end of every Harry Potter, he's like, I succeeded. Yeah, but he didn't I, call I, out. I don't, I, I'm not going to call you out. I just, I'm going to live my life. But that's the thing. It's always about him defeating the next plan, the next plan. But this one, I'm just, I, I don't know. It just, it was like, it ended he's going, so... He's, he's going on the offensive now. That's what I'm saying. It just felt like 
all the elements were there for a great movie. You have the actors. They, you know, you can't sit there and say any of those actors. Even no, the kid. No. Even though I didn't like the kid in the movie, and I didn't like anything. He had no emotion. Even when he saw his dad, it looked like Colin Farrell was more happy to see him than him. And also, his dad. like there was parts where he tried to be intimidating, where it's like he wasn't. And then, oh, oh the, when oh no, the best one was I just I mm. remember watching it was when the butler uh, got like trampled on by that huge yeah, yeah, yeah. monster. He's crying like you see a tear like he's dying, and the guy goes, "I'll see you in the next life." And like dead stare the whole time. I was like, oh god, this this kid's the worst. No, and then the, that's another thing too that bothered me. I'm like, he's the worst. I was like, the he just he just him? had he just had this elaborate detailed uh, uh, you know plan set up that his dad left him. Mind you, okay, mind you, he just discovered these things existed, and he already knew how to manipulate their system to bring all this stuff in. And and he's and like, get, I know what the next plan the is. Like that's what I'm saying. Like, what you just discovered yesterday that they exist, and now you know there's all these, you know all these other details on how to get around them. Come on, man! Like, how to outsmart him? He's a genius, he, bro. That's he, why he, 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 whatever. He, I don't. He cloned a he cloned a, he cloned a goat named like Gil, Gilbert or some shit like that. I'm just saying. You're talking. It just bothered me. Basically, he became. He went from being uh-huh. uh, um um the character from uh, 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 Spy Kids. What was it, Junie? Mm-hmm. He went from being Junie to Ocean's Eleven in like one scene. Yeah, like literally. I'm naive to the situation. Now I got a master plan to get around. I'm like what? Yeah, but With- Ocean's Eleven, he he took some time to plan it out. This guy <laughs> planned it out in ten minutes. <laughs> With his dad's coloring book. Oh, like, dude. That's what, that's one thing that got to me. That's and yeah. it was annoying. It was like he told the tech, he goes, You defeated it like the 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 elves or the fairies. He's like, Yeah, because I read your stories. I'm like, Oh, you just followed instructions. I could follow if if I was there, if I was in the movie, I would have done the same thing. I'm like, Oh, he just told me this is gonna happen. I just have to read no, this. No, he did he, he, he wasn't like, referencing like, that. Amazing. He's like step one. I don't think he, he had read, an instruction manual. It, was, it uh, wasn't an instruction manual on how to do what he just did, but I just I mean because I'm like I don't know. It was just like I, there's so many things about it. Just come on, man. Uh, you ha- that's what and that's what kills me the, the most of my movies. It's one thing when you watch when, like remember Ra- uh, Rasta Priest or whatever you saw. That Velasa movie was pa- La Vasa, Velasa Priest. La Vasa Velasa Pastor. Yeah. Don't 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 sully that name. Bro. No, what I'm saying. Don't is that, sully that name. That movie. Velasa Pastor was way better than this. That movie was designed to be bad. That movie was meant to be. There was nobody going to sit there and say, like, oh, this movie's going to be. I'm not sure this movie's going to be great or not. Of course not, because they're low budget, low story, weird a story. You know, that's fine. But it bothers me with movies like this, where it's like the graphics were amazing. So that means you had the money. The actors were there. Like, all those actors I've seen in different movies and different shows. Yeah, they have good name actors. And then they're, they have done amazing work. And then and then you just. it's The pacing is all. Like, something is. You can't blame it on anything, but and I feel bad because again, I like the director. I've seen his other work. I love it, but I have to blame the director because basically, it's almost like a chef. You can have all the best ingredients, but if you cook, if you put it together wrong, it's gonna taste like crap. Yeah, and that's exactly what happened. Like you just have so many elements of like, why is that? Why is that choice? Why is that choice? What is that choice? And okay, there was something I noticed, and I'm just like, maybe it was part of the book, but I'm still thinking. Somebody should have rethought that as far as part of the movie. So how the how the dwarves dig through the dirt? Did you notice that? No. They eat and poop. That's how they dig through the dirt. They they oh, eat yeah. through, they eat through the dirt and then poop the dirt right away. 
So that's how they're basically just funneling through their digestive system, and that's how they run through the dirt really fast. They don't dig. They literally eat. The guy had to open up his jaw, eat through, and then you saw his his pants were down. You're like, what? And then he pooped out all the dirt like a freaking muffler. That's I'm just like I'm like, that is that is just disturbing. Yeah. That is a disturbing image to think about when he's just like every time he's digging like that's nasty. So I'm and like, and that's to be looking. That's the weirdest thing is that I watched this movie, and out of all the worst parts, I still don't remember that. That's how bad that movie is, and that part is bad now that I think about it again. But that's what I'm that's trying to like, say. I'm like, like, that would have been the worst aspect of a good mm. movie, but everything else was worse than that. That I rec- I forget to I I forgot to realize that moment again. But here's another thing too. Is that's the only thing I learned about them as a as a culture. Like you, know, I mean, like it's really this. They talked about different things that they like. For example, the whole ability of them to mind control. They didn't mind control anybody. So it's like that. Like they, there's something like you know that's the whole point of these movies. You go watch it not just because they're gonna introduce fairy tale characters. It's because those fairy tale characters you're gonna learn what they do. Like when I love what I loved about when they did uh, uh, in Hellboy was the introduction of the Tooth Fairy. And I loved it because it was like, oh, we know the Tooth Fairy, but do you know why they call them in? And then they were the little monsters that eat calcium from your bones. Yeah. That's why they called the Tooth Fairy because their favorite thing to eat last was your teeth. Then, you know, you learned about that culture, that world, that how that works. It's like that. The only thing I learned about this world was that when a, tr- when a dwarf, you know, digs through dirt is because he eats and poops through, like, through the whole Immediately. thing. Immediately. Yeah. And at the end, and I repeated again, he said that he was a criminal mastermind. Yeah, that had nothing to do with the story at but all. It, it, he is, though. No, but again. No, that, but he is. He's no, a no, criminal. He's fuck, he fucking stole two hours of my time. What I'm trying to reference <laughs> to is that although they referenced the fact that, that Colin Farrell was a thief, that he would steal uh But there's no proof of it. No, but... It, I could get it, maybe. He stole items that maybe he needed to protect, whatever. But he wasn't known as a thief. He was like, especially to that world. So, like, why was this kid now known as a as a criminal mastermind? Because I'm like, is that the legacy he's taking? I thought that legacy was that he was a peacekeeper of some sort, based you know, based on his world, like whatever. No, now he's a master criminal. I'm just like, okay, yeah. What 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 it, rules are you breaking? Like, no self entitled. Bastard. Okay, and another thing too, <laughs> and this really got me because I'm like, okay, we know who the villain is, right? We, the yeah. villain is somebody with a hood, and you can never see their face. That's fine. Then who the hell took the giant dwarf, the the, the wish Hagrid? They took him and put him put him in the middle of the ocean to to interview him. I'm like, who is that supposed to be? Is it the military? It was like a military. Was it? Like, did they say they were military? Well, because they didn't believe them. Why was the whole thing shot? Did you notice the whole shit? The whole, every time they were in that facility, every time they were doing, it was shot in black and white. No, I didn't realize that. The whole scene was shot in black and white the whole time. And I'm ahead. I'm like, why? Like, at first I thought maybe it's because maybe they're looking through a black and white TV. No, the whole scene was shot in black and white. Like, when they referenced a guy on the other side, who's doing the interviews, who's in the room with the TVs, he's in black and white. And in my head, I'm like, why? Yeah. All Is right. this old-timey rules? I guess. All right, let's see. How many Nickies you give this? Oh, God. I give it a one. I give it a one and a half. Oh, wow. So generous today. 
I just bothers me because like it, there's so much in this movie that you could have done with it. And it just wasn't it, it done. has it had the potential, but more potential than a lot of other movies, honestly. And yeah, because of the budget, but it, it just didn't work at all. So we we're at a what one point five one point two five rating at uh what is it Artemis Fowl? Oh wait 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 one last thing. Right, last one la- last little point. Go for it. As serious as Judy Dench's character, because Judy Dench's character comes off very serious for the most yeah. part. She delivers seriously. You know, she's always whatever. Her one-liners killed me. I'm like, oh, they were the worst. I'm like, they, 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 they did not marry. Like, I'm like, well, why did she say that? Like, that had nothing to do. That didn't seem like anything to do with the character. Like, and that's the part where they were they were going jumping back and forth from Harry Potter to to Spy Kids, where was that one line they were discussing where she where she's uh, upset with somebody. And she basically says, get the four-leaf clover out of here. Yeah. And I'm like, really? Uh, really? Like, really? You went that You went that far? You went that? Yeah. Ah, kills me. Kills me. All right, guys. Thank you so much for checking in to our new, our recent episode. As always, you can find us on our social media pages on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Nerds in the City. And if you want to send us an email, let us know what you think, review, comment, uh, suggest anything that we should talk about or movies we could watch. You can always email us at nerdsinthecitypodcast at gmail.com. And as always, everyone, tell a nerd, send a nerd, bring a nerd. All right, everyone. See you next week. Later. <laughs>